0: Hi guys, this is Eliudu here. Hi guys, Mazen here and welcome to this week's edition of ReaderPod. So kicking things off this week, Mayor Eliudu, did you see what Google's been up to this week? Project Stream. Yes.
1: You can stream Assassin's Creed, right?
0: Yes. But, well, actually I can't. Why not? Because apparently you need to live in the US for that. I am. Mean, there's always work around that. True, but then again, see, I mean like, the minimum requirements they said, to stream a video game in Chrome is a 25 MB internet connection. 25 MBps internet connection. Minimum.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, that with a VPN. Tell me now how you're gonna stream that. Tell me. Like everyone's been trying streaming video games for years, right?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> comes to question, you know, especially with countries like Sri Lanka.
0: Yeah, I mean, when they don't offer it and you're talking about using a VPN to get access to that. Mm,
1: yes. True. But then again, streaming itself is, you know, going, going quite big. I mean...
0: What do you mean going? I would say it's already big. And yes, I mean,
1: it is. You see, companies like Disney, DC, uh, they're pretty much fighting for that streaming space.
0: Uh, don't forget Netflix. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, how can you forget Netflix there, man? Yeah, exactly.
1: So there's so much of so there's so much of competition going around that uh, how like one of the ways these companies have resorted to is still one thing you had to do is obviously you know put out more and more content and put good enough content for to convince
0: people to actually you know get into that service yeah i mean that's how they got made by subscription on netflix yeah exactly like i mean after sacred games i thought yeah you know what like all over the years we've seen netflix produce like a lot of hit shows so it just makes sense i mean they have everything else along with their own good show. so why not i mean it's a legal way to actually get a subscription i mean of course it was only last year that they actually you know made the subscriptions available worldwide yeah. and that means of course it's like you don't need a vpn again like what you were planning here <laughs> so i was planning but yeah all right yeah like you said workarounds but see i think you know that's, what's in, that's what interests me and just fascinates me about streaming these streaming companies now i mean like remember back in the 2000s like just just about 10 years ago like we'd all plan our lives around you know the tv schedule yeah now it's like you know what screw that you can watch whatever you want like you don't have to argue with the rest of the family what you want to watch you can just watch what you want
1: yeah i mean like especially if you look at uh people like Netflix I mean they have been around for some some time yes
0: but since say, 1997
1: yeah so they've been they've been around for quite quite a long time uh, but still you see Netflix actually keep pushing more and more content and that's not just a usual you know movies and uh, the usual TV series but they have even they expanded their libraries as well they've gone from anime to they do, you know, almost discovery level
0: shows. They do so many content, and you know what? What's fascinating about all that? They actually adopt data science into that. Now, if you how so? So this is an interesting thing. So I can't remember the exact name, but one one director, actually, he's the guy who's directing the upcoming James Bond movie. Right. So he once took a script to Netflix, and they told him, look, based on our data We can tell you whether the script is going to work or not. You know how Netflix tracks everything you're watching, right? How long you're watching and all that. So they take all that data, like you know, pump in, pump that into their algorithms and everything. And they can now tell like how to structure a show and figure out what works and what doesn't. Because that's what they did with House of Cards. Basically they figure out, okay, people at the time, at the time, like Kevin Spacey. and they like this director they also like you know watching political intrigue dramas. Yeah. House of Cards. Wow. So I mean, Yeah so I mean that's like changing the entire game of you know how you know media companies are like you know actually producing content.
1: Yeah I mean like now I think Netflix has quite a bit of a challenge especially when players like Disney and DC are coming into the game. Exactly. I mean, Disney, uh, I think it was a few months back actually they bought out Fox. Yeah. You know, now, and one thing, one thing, yeah, that's very annoying. Uh, one thing most of us, most of us know is that with this, uh, with this bio, obviously they earned back the X-Men characters to Marvel. Yes. But another thing which might have gone unnoticed by most would be uh, its taken in Hulu, which is. You know, for those who don't know, another streaming service, just like Netflix. Because Fox had their their share of the Hulu pie. Wait, Fox had Fox
0: invested in Hulu?
1: Yes. Okay. If I remember if I am to remember this correctly, I can't remember the exact percentage, but Fox had a stake in Hulu, as did Disney. Now, with Disney buying Fox, they got that stake in the pie as well. So, in a sense, Disney is actually now has control Disney actually has
0: controlling interest in Hulu so does okay well of course I mean now the question comes for Disney like I mean do we pump home or like would they try to shut Hulu down I mean they're working on their own streaming service yeah right? we still don't know what what they have planned for that yeah. in
1: that regards but yeah see And then comes the Disney streaming service, which they announced, I think, I'm not sure, they announced it last year, right? They announced it for a long
0: time back, and that's like, you know, Netflix has been just been pumping content, like, left, right, and center with every region in the world. Like, I mean, that's why, you know, they're producing anime, that's why they're producing shows like Narcos, and that's why, you know, I mean, heck, they're, they're producing shows even for the Indian market recently, like with Sacred Games and all. Yes,
1: which, yeah, so...
0: We are actually seeing quite a lot of diversity in
1: terms of Yeah, well obviously nature. they have And they to. have to Yes, they have exactly to. my point they can't, they, they can't, you know, sit back and, you know Casually put a gun But they have to be aggressive
0: in Yeah, I mean, like, well. dude, did you just see what I mean, this is Disney I mean, they own Marvel And like you said, they own X men And dude, by the way, did you see the first look at The Mandalorian? Yes, look very promising. The New Star Wars live action series. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly my point. And it's I'm I'm, you know, excited for that. It's directed by John Favreau, you know, the guy who directed the first Iron Man who basically, you know, created the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And Dave Filoni also is involved in that. He's directing the pilot episode and he's an executive director. Right. That should be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like, for those of you who don't know, Dave Filoni is the great mastermind behind all of Disney's animated Star Wars series, which I would strongly say in my honest opinion, you're welcome to debate me on this, all of them are better than pretty much all the new Star Wars movies that came out. The Clone Wars and Rebels beats the new Star Wars movies. Yeah. Okay. And I'd that... agree
1: to you on some extent, not some, yeah, I. you know what, yes. I would actually stand with that as well. Uh, see that's a, so that's exactly one of the it's one of those things, right? These new media companies are certainly making a big well, noise with well, very big
0: big content around streaming. I don't think you can call Disney a new media company though. Disney is an old guy who's adapting to the change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper example I mean, of, of uh, transformation. Yes,
1: exactly. I mean in terms of uh, the streaming industry itself, now Plays like Disney and DZ, obviously, they have no experience on that front. I, I wouldn't say no experience, but.
0: I would say Disney, of course, can figure it out. I mean, they are huge yes. enough, they can learn it.
1: Yes, they are. Which is exactly why, if they are actually doing their own thing, they would have to make sure we are going to convince enough people to come to our service. Yeah, but I How don't it's think stopped. it's hard, really? Uh, I mean, think see, it. it, it Exactly so that that would that to depend on the type of content they put out. Exactly. So I mean like so the, for now for one thing we you know with Disney streaming services they be I I believe they're pulling out all their Marvel movies and Marvel yeah. content. Yeah. Away no, from I mean, yeah, so that's what they Netflix did yeah, that's what they Disney. did last year, yeah. Yes. Okay. So I think they're still doing I think they're still in the process at the moment because no, I think some they've most, mostly done it. Some some content are still on uh, Netflix. Um, But additionally, they put out more like, best example is, they've announced a TV series for characters like Black Widow and uh, Loki and Scarlet Witch. Sorry, yes, Loki and Scarlet Witch. And those are like really beloved characters of anybody who has been
0: following the Marvel movies. Yeah, and that was also a bit of a spoiler for Avengers 4, wasn't it?
1: I wouldn't say so, so, it can be in the past.
0: Actually, yeah, I didn't think of that. I actually didn't think of that.
1: Depends on the timing. So, those are beloved characters, and any type of content that comes out based on their
0: on their stories, I, people would really love. To. Exactly. See, that's my point. I mean, like Disney doesn't have, need to, you know, go struggle to attract people to, you know, get, you know, buy a subscription for their streaming service because they already have, you know, the great media properties. They got all of Marvel. They've now got DC. They've got, you know, everything from Fox. And then they have Star Wars as well. I mean, just these three alone is probably enough to attract a lot of people. Yes.
1: And I would see, maybe not in those levels, but DC making their attempts as well. Oh, DC movies. Uh, how do you put it? It's like, it's a it's a giant pile of mess. But I would say there were a few silver linings uh, throughout all their movies. Like there are. Pieces of all these movies. yeah but when worked you worked
0: really well, but yeah, but when you put them
1: all together,
0: yeah. So for DC, I, I'm not but, sure how well. See, but again, when you take DC, I mean, sure, when you take their main movies on this on the big screen, yeah, they're bad. But then again, of course, if you take DC's animated works, like their animated movies and their animated series and even the TV series, like those are pretty good. I mean, especially on the animated front.
1: Yeah, DC has. I would say personally DC is leagues
0: away leagues ahead in terms of the animated content by the way speaking of DC animated DC the Harley Quinn trailer? yes i did
1: so that so that's so that's one of the so that's one of the uh, things that are coming up with the new DC streaming service uh, Harley Quinn uh, which is an animated
0: series uh, then we have Titans, which is basically the Teen Teen Titan story. Oh yeah, I mean that's the one everyone was like the live action one. Everyone didn't like, but surprisingly the reviews say like you know apparently Starfire is the best thing. I mean despite how she looks, I mean
1: that I found that really surprising because uh, see I, I watched the trailer and I actually liked all of the characters except Starfire. I mean she no looked, I know I mean that's she what, that she looked very I, I mean honest opinion like she looked very very weird for me and it's not
0: because she's black minded. Yeah, I mean, I agree. That's not the costume I'm used to seeing Star- Starfire in as well. Exactly. the Thing exactly. is this. I mean, apparently, early reviews say, irrespective of the costume, apparently she's the best. She, the character is actually the best thing in the series. Well, so, that's one more reason to be hopeful on the series. Exactly. Plans.
1: I mean, <laughs> but I I was actually surprised by the the Harley Quinn trail. How the animators, how they actually structured that, the whole style of Delivery, because we are not used to seeing DC do that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, I mean... They basically best pulled
1: off a, a Deadpool from DC. That's one of the things I think, if I am surprised in that Marvel being Marvel, doing so well in all these fronts. Animated,
0: not proper. Trapp- yeah, I mean, the, you see, they Nowhere near... No, I mean, they've tried, standard. they had few experiments here and there. Like, and these were really good individual. I mean, like, this is one show I'm watching now, Iron Man Armored Adventures. It's a really good TV series, like, has two seasons, and follows a life, like, you know, set where Tony Stark is actually a teenager. Again, really good series, but it fits nowhere into, like, you know, there's no huge universe like that. Whereas if you take the DC animated works, I mean, even if they're standalone, there's some sense of a related universe like that. Like, they're all connected. Yeah, and I guess it's almost. You know what, I'm guessing Marvel decided, look, we'll do the live action stuff, we'll create the live action great universe. You guys just, you know, DC will just create the great animated connected universe. Yeah, that's how it's been going.
1: I mean, yeah, so um, getting back to the topic itself, it's obviously now, Streaming is something that you take to Europe countries like US or probably the European countries. It's obviously nothing new. It's something that you know you and I would find normal, as normal as you know browsing Facebook.
0: Yeah, I mean, no, I mean like see what fascinates me about streaming is that you know, just 10 years ago, like it it was just considered unfeasible, right? I mean, we didn't have the internet connections or the speeds or anything. I mean, even Netflix started off as like, you know, this is simple like, mail order delivery system yeah like yeah you, i remember but now I'm you sorry. take it i mean like it's like completely transformed how we consume content i mean it, not just you know the fact that you know like which we mentioned earlier that you know you're not sitting around a tv dictating your life around a schedule but also the fact that you know devices itself like you know tvs and everything also now come with buttons dedicated to youtube and netflix like you all know, the latest smart tvs
1: yeah Speaking of which, now, that's another point I want to get into, now, with so much interest and yeah, with so much interest generated in streaming, even in 2018 and people are still fighting over that space, now we have, from the technology side, we have technologies like 5G coming up, which basically, I would would say, capitalizes on this fact, for one thing, because of the obvious uh, internet speeds. Streaming is plays a bigger role in terms of not just content, but in terms of systems
0: how yeah, they would work. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, that's why now you take like what Google is trying to do with streaming games with 4G. Of course, it's like we're literally just barely able to pull that off. I mean, yeah. everyone's tried that. Like Sony's trying that, and then there's been a few other private companies that have tried that as well. Like yeah. these are like with high, they're giving high-end systems. Yeah. Like they demand, okay, if you're going to stream our games, you need a really fast 4G connection and a very high-end system, like which kind of defeats the purpose still, yes. right? Yeah. But then Google is like saying, look, we want to make sure that, you know, irrespective of the system you have, you can play a game like Assassin's Creed in Chrome, which changes the game. But now with 4G, it's like you're just at the limit, but 5G, yeah, that possibility opens because. I remember about actually this was almost a year ago when i met the he- head of ericsson like who's looking at 5g so he told me that you know like what they're looking at exploring with 5g is like you know real-time control of vehicles like self-driving vehicles that's just one example So yeah. it's like, you can control an entire fleet of trucks autonom- autonomously and this is like for that of course you mentioned like you need ve- almost no like like you are talking less than milliseconds lag also in between that there's like 5g would make that possible on a commercial scale yeah and speaking of 5g of course like apparently verizon has launched their first 5g network actually
1: isn't 5g supposed to be commercially available by 2020
0: yeah so that's why you know everyone's still skeptical about what verizon is saying
1: yeah i mean i guess, I guess they have you know the network ready I'm mean, yeah think, but
0: now it's like what everyone's saying even if the network is actually at that 5G actual 5G speeds you would need the hardware you yeah, I mean, need to yeah. use
1: it. Yeah. exactly exactly it's something unavoidable like if you take so if you take countries like Sri Lanka I mean streaming obviously streaming is not not new even here but at the same time not a lot of people have adopted to it even take, even tech savvy people True. and that probably has largely to do with you know Data charges and not just that, but speech. I would say it's
0: because you know we are used to torrenting all that. Exactly. Stuff. Yes. Exactly. That's probably the biggest barrier, biggest, I yes, would say. Yes. I yes. mean, because even for me personally, I mean, like it was like question of like you know, look, let's be serious. We all do this okay, in Sri Lanka. Yeah. If you're gonna accuse anybody of you know saying you know you're you're a thief of stealing torrenting content, congrats, you'll have to arrest half this country. But thing is, like when you look at services like Netflix and all. I mean like you're paying for the data charges along with the subscription. Yeah. So it's like for most people I would understand you're wondering, okay, why should I pay for that when I can just, you know, pay for the data and just get it off pirate way. For yeah. me of course, that's the thought I had, you know, for a while as well. But then you know, I just started once again I give it a shot and turns out it's like the reason now I'm sticking to Netflix is because it e- easily knows, you know, what type of shows I would like. Yeah, the whole you know well privacy concerns are there here obviously but with their data collection of course they've been able to recommend me a lot of good shows that i like like new shows it's always able to recommend me a new show right that i would like so i'm like okay they create good content they know how to give me other content that they may not have made but they know what i will like yeah so i mean for about 2000 bucks a month seems a pretty good deal
1: yeah, for me, of course, it's more about the convenience rather than the options.
0: Yeah, uh, and that too.
1: Yeah, I mean, for one, for one thing, the fact that I'm able to download Netflix episodes on my mobile and watch them whenever I want, even it's a streaming service, I found that very convenient. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so stuff
0: like that actually makes you makes people stick around. Uh, I say, like one thing I see with streaming services now. I mean, like we spoke about, you know, Disney. And then you know, there's Hulu and Netflix and all these other guys. Yeah. I mean, it's like, don't you think it's like, we're still going back to square one, though, again? How do you mean? Like, okay, so it's like, in the past, I mean, you obviously had TV channels, and the shows mm-hmm. were just relegated to those TV channels. Now when Netflix came around, mm-hmm. it's like, it wasn't there weren't channels anymore. Yeah. The idea was like, you know, the good content from all these channels would be in one spot, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Where you would find Netflix, <coughs> Hulu, or Roku, or wherever. Few places, all the content you wanted. Yeah. But now, it's like, you know, everyone saw, okay, look how big Disney's, Netflix is becoming. And then Disney decided, let's take our stuff out, start our own streaming service. So it's mm-hmm. like, then similarly, it's like you mentioned about DC starting their own streaming service again. Get the content out of all this, put it into their own. So it's like, again, it's like there's going to be different streaming services but we're still coming back to the same concept of channels. So it's like you're going to have to go to different places to get the content you want again.
1: Mm, Yes, true. But then again, at the same time, you still maintain better control.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't deny that. Yeah,
1: compared to what we had earlier. And plus, even the type of content that comes out is obviously vastly different in terms of the traditional, what
0: the traditional media delivers. Yeah, no, anyways, media itself has been. I don't think we can call it. I think this is becoming traditional media at this point now. Hmm. Yeah, quite true. Anything else is just becoming obsolete media.
1: Yeah, well, then again, we still have new papers. Unique, unique. Need... <laughs>
0: yeah, but those papers are taking different forms.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's something that nobody can really avoid anymore. Yeah, I mean, especially, I would say, once. 5G becomes, you know, this commercial thing like for what 4G is now the streaming would become a norm. I mean, it is already in most countries, but we yeah. are talking about
0: developing countries like Sri Lanka. I would say that and again, you know, the fact that you have to break that barrier, the cultural barrier of, you know, actually supporting, you know, people who create content. Yes. Because that's not something we do here. I mean, you and I both know like game developers here, they struggle with figuring out, okay, mm-hmm. how am I going to get the person to pay for the game I'm building? Yeah, like we've seen experienced game developers even say, "I don't know."
1: Yeah, because
0: like uh, I think it's a it's a cultural thing.
1: Exactly. Just so like I'm, the whole torrenting thing. Like, we are, exact, no, we are is, not we are not we are not used to
0: paying for these things. Exactly my point. So I mean, yeah, sure, five G. The chances are,
1: if, if, even your Windows system is, is a pirated one. Yeah. Not pointing any fingers,
0: but yeah. have. I mean, yeah, I pay for my Windows subscription. Yeah. <laughs> We did too at um, 13,000 bucks, but hey, I paid
1: for it. There's a lot to look out for, especially in terms of content. I'm genuinely excited about
0: all the different types of content that these guys are put I mean, out. Same, yeah, I mean, that's why I'm like, all that's why I you know I'm just absolutely in love with Netflix right now.
1: Yeah, and see. The good thing, like one of the good things of countries like Sri Lanka, like people like us using Netflix is when you have like Disney or DC streaming services, when they first announced like DC for example, when they announced their content like Titans and uh, Harley Quinn, all this stuff currently are in the U.S. How they're going to do it, how they're going to deliver this content internationally is usually through Netflix, the partner reform. So in a sense, we would get these type of content. We chances are we would get this type, this content on Netflix without having to subscribe for
0: other streaming services. Yeah, at like, least for the time being. Yeah, but you know what? That's actually I can't think of it. I mean, I realize you know that's just a huge way how the internet has changed things, right? I mean, if you take in the past, I mean, you just you would have to be very lucky if your local DVD store like actually even had a copy of a show like Titans, right? Yeah. I mean. I mean, yeah. So these these sort of things is a win-win scenario for both parties. Yeah, but now it's like you know you can directly get it, and you know you can support the creators as well. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's like you're not you know hit and miss. It's like you're guaranteed you can get it. Not like the old days. Like do you remember the days like you know go to the DVD shop and then like yeah, you know, scour it through do. everything. I still I still have all those DVD collections. Yeah, me too. But, yeah, so, guys, I mean, that's what we think about streaming, like, in its current landscape. So, we would like to know, like, what do you guys think about streaming? How do you think, you know, it's going to change our world? Like, is it going to be, is going to make content more accessible or not? Like, do let us know in the comments below. So, with that being said, that's a wrap. And see you next week. This is Marzin. This is Lyro. Signing out.